Welcome to another episode of Kiss My Mic. Our theme this month is Chef's Table. To honor the many amazing chefs, food bloggers, home cooks, and foodies from all over the world. My guest today is a renowned Delhi-based executive chef, but he's also worked in so many restaurants all over India, Southeast Asia, and the South Pacific. Folks, welcome to the show, Chef Vardhan Marwa. Hi, hi, Mike. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for taking the time, Chef. So let's get right to it, shall we? Let me ask you the first question, Chef. Can you share or talk about your culinary journey? Tell us how you got started in this field. Um, well, so this is a very funny story because I have zero um, you know, background when it comes to culinary because I haven't been to any culinary school. I, I was studying um, mm-hmm. commerce and, and accounts in in my uh, college and uh, i always thought that you know uh, i will do something which is related to art or creativity i wanted to be a fashion designer uh, so i was doing a tiny course uh, my undergrad was um, commerce where i just wanted to get a grasp of how accounting works because the whole idea was to either yep. open a restaurant which would showcase my work in terms of clothing as well as I would love to host people there for meals so I was always that kid in the family who would host all his friends and family and cook for them so I was always a passionate cook but I never thought of myself as a chef and um, a lot of people um, suggested me that you know yes go ahead open your restaurant but keep something in mind that it's very easy to poach chefs in India. So you need to have a little training on how a restaurant is run so that, you know, one day if your executive chef does not turn around or, you know, he falls sick, you don't have to worry. Or if someone poaches him, you don't have to worry because you will have that knowledge of how to run a restaurant as well. So you should know what's happening around you. And uh, I was like, okay. Um, So, you know, I ended up training with one of the uh, hotels called Shangri-La in New Delhi. So the Shangri-La group of hotels. And I ended up training there because the executive chef knew me very well and I used to dine there very often. So I asked him, you know, can I be a trainee there? And um, and once I entered the kitchen, that experience, that journey was so amazing. Uh, it was so much fun for me that I just never looked back. And, you know, one after the other, I kept getting good opportunities and I kept taking them thinking that, oh, I will work for six more months and then maybe I'll open my restaurant. But um, six years down the line, I'm still here, cooking in the kitchen, loving my team mm-hmm. and, um, you know, working on new dishes. Amazing. That's wonderful story of following your passion, Chef. So, Chef, I don't know if you remember this, what we met on Clubhouse last year. And on Clubhouse, we, we, we usually talk a lot about food and also about our Asian identity, you know, Filipino Americans, Indian Americans. So I want to ask, what was your family's reaction or how did they react when you told them that this is going to be the the path that you will pursue, that you'll be in the culinary industry? So, um, see, um, my family, I come from a 
uh, a very typical indian family uh, we have lots of family members we we're, we're all about you know uh, you know throwing parties hosting people so food is a very important part of our daily <laughs> you know <laughs> like we're always talking about food the day starts we're like what are we having for breakfast then uh, what's there for lunch what's there for evening snacks what are we having for dinner so we're always talking about food all the time and they all knew that i had this passion and i would cook a lot of meals for my family members so initially when uh, i started my training and you know how hotels work you end up working 16 hours uh, you know in a day so i used to leave from my home at uh, you know at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning and i would be back at 1 o'clock so tired uh, that i would just you know pass out and then go, wake up next day and, and i stopped meeting people stopped going for family dinners it was just food and kitchen kitchen and kitchen so initially my parents were very bothered because they saw me as this social butterfly who was always around people <laughs> and they felt like you know i'm doing something which is not making me happy because that's not me you know i'm always around people and now i'm socially cut off from the entire world because i'm always in the kitchen all right chef so you know if you don't mind talk to us also about your pro- career progression so you um run a training at shangri-la and um what was your next step so uh you know uh, after shangri-la i was a, just a mere trainee and i had gotten an opportunity to work with them as a full-time chef so i was thinking to you know uh, take that opportunity but uh, in that period uh, i was reached out by a friend of mine who had a restaurant in bangalore um and you know it was a new experience for me to travel leave my hometown and go and try something different and it was a standalone restaurant uh they were doing really nice uh, you know breads it was the whole idea was sourdough they did amazing flat bread and uh, wonderful desserts and they were looking for someone as a pastry chef and you know it was my first job and obviously it's very difficult to get the position of a pastry chef until and unless you have uh you know good experience so i told him let me just come and make something for you and if that makes sense to you then you hire me so i did a few desserts for them and they loved them so much that they hired me as a pastry chef and that does not really happen a lot because i was just 20 year old <laughs> and you know wow. a 10 20 year old leading the pastry department of a restaurant was a very big deal and, and especially in india the hospitality works very differently so a lot of mm-hmm. people also look at you very suspiciously that why is he get, uh, getting that opportunity because he's so young how is he going to do it so initially it was really scary as well because i always had doubts that people won't respect me or they won't listen to me because i have people working under me who are 30 year olds i am a 20 year old pastry chef how will that you know it was very new for me but uh, what i did was um, i just sat them down and i said just give me uh the entire day and i shall cook a meal for you and some wow. desserts for you for my entire team so that's what i did and uh after eating that two of them just got up and said uh chef welcome on board and uh, we're looking forward to working with you so i'll always remember that because you know that was a very huge thing for me no one called me a chef until that and i had these doubts in my head that you know will they accept me as a young 20 year old chef but eventually that happened and uh So that that was the first job that I actually did. Wow, amazing story. So if you don't mind me asking, what was the dish that you made? 
so i made so i i made a, a flat bread for them from the dough that they were using and made my own sauce um with that i made a pie which was um, I, it was a cream chicken pie with parmesan uh, crisps as garnishes and for dessert <laughs> i did a a really nice chocolate uh, tart a liquid chocolate tart and and i remember it was a bailey's irish cream tiramisu so it was very soulful and you know very uh, you know comforting dishes that i did nothing you know fancy out of the blue uh but the the love that i put into it was what made them enjoy it i feel you know it's about take any dish from anywhere in the world if you're making it with love that's what matters you don't have to make it all fancy and uh, you know the most important mm-hmm. ingredient for me is love so if you're cooking something and if it's made with love it's always going to be good you know uh, um i don't know if you've experienced it but if you have a bad day going in or maybe if you've had a fight or if someone's cooking for you who's angry or who's had a bad day <laughs> they will never serve you good food because they're they're somewhere else you know they're angry they're somewhere else the mood is not in the right place the heart is not there but if you're happy if you've had a great day and you're in the kitchen cooking you're going to cook the best and the yummiest food that's what i feel <laughs> chef i definitely agree with you that the main ingredient is definitely love i can definitely relate um you know as a home cook right that's what i try to do as well so thank you for sharing that so let me ask you chef so how would you describe your specialty now are you you know a pastry chef i mean because your official title is executive chef so so maybe talk a little bit about that so basically uh, i got really lucky that i got the right mentors um i was i always thought of myself as a pastry chef and that's what i did you know i did a few jobs i got opportunity to work with chefs like gagan anand uh, in bangkok for his restaurant gagan and uh, that's where i actually saw that you know the kind of stuff they were doing with indian food and that was very interesting mm-hmm. and that time i was just doing pastries and desserts so i thought why not you know just come back to india because when you're a pastry chef you have that creativity you can create you know shapes and everything i was like why don't we do that with our mainstream food as well but i did not have the right mentor to guide me with the you know the the, the masalas the, the the flavoring the cooking temperatures for different meat so i i ended up joining a restaurant and as their pastry chef and i did a lot of new stuff with desserts as well as their cold section doing savory things but doing them like how you do your desserts so that's where i grew a lot and uh, that's where also i met uh, my mentor who is uh, the first indian uh, to grab a michelin star in new york and also his was the first non european restaurant in new york to grab a michelin star his name is chef savir saran and his restaurant was called devi and um, he was dining at the restaurant where i was and he loved everything about what i we served it to him and uh, he wanted to meet me when and and i and he loved my attitude so much that he said that i'm moving to india if you're planning to switch jobs i'm planning to open a restaurant will you be my executive chef so my first thing that came to my mind was i'm a pastry chef how will i do it so i was honest to him you know i told him that 
you know i don't know anything about indian food just desserts i know i know every indian dessert but nothing about indian food in terms of yes i cook a lot i know but i don't know the restaurant style of food i don't know i just know how to make a nice meal at home so he's like you know everything don't worry are you just willing to learn the tricks so i was like i'll be more than happy under your guidance and he gave me that opportunity you know he trusted in me he hired me as his executive chef he asked me to cook what i do at my home he taught me a lot of things a lot of tricks that i was never hoping that someone will teach me and he was kind enough to do that and uh, i will all, i will give a lot of credit to him for the things that i've learned in the last 3 years so i'm always grateful to him i still work with him we work together we um, consult on a lot of restaurants i'm a chef consultant right now uh, i'm actually sitting at my restaurant right now where i consult and help them and uh, apart from this because for my love for desserts we also have a tiny ice cream brand in india called cold love so we make ice creams and gelatos and we've got around five stores in the city and we deliver almost all throughout the country and people have given us a lot of love they've showered us with love and they love our ice cream so that's what we're doing as well wow lots of exciting things happening chef which is great you know i also read an article about uh you know that you know that, that including you about uh you know restaurants that are navigating or that have navigated um during covid so can you talk a little bit about that experience and you know how did you go through being a, a chef a restaurateur um really navigating during uh covid so covid did affect the industry a lot you know uh i think this is the most affected industry because you know it's all about people and people coming together so i was heading a restaurant in new delhi as their executive chef and the restaurant was very new uh, it had been only 7 months that we were a part of that restaurant when the pandemic hit us so uh, you know we had to shut our doors and uh, everyone thought of this pandemic that you know it was just last a month everything will get back to normal so no, no one was worried you know we all thought of it as a tiny vacation enjoying your you know your you're at your home you see the roads are empty the streets are empty so you know everyone was enjoying that part of it um so you know the pandemic kept extending and i was i'm that person who can't just sit idle at home so i thought i have to do something so i started you know cooking meals uh five courses making desserts cakes pies and i started sending it out to my friends and family you know just out of fun you know like i was i was getting to cook and they were getting to try my food so one of them was like why are you not charging people for this you're doing an amazing job <laughs> i was like i don't want to do it as a business i'm just doing it for the time we don't open our restaurant so someone told me this is going to go for long so till the time you're home just sell so i made a page on instagram called glaze factory and i started selling <laughs> out these meals and cakes and in no time i got really popular it got very popular i was covered by a few newspapers and uh, you know uh, chefs who reinvented the wheel in the pandemic that was the heading of that article and i was one of the chefs who was you know uh, featured in that article and um, the who's and who's of the city started ordering from me and um, in no time i was doing uh, 
एटलीस्ट थर्टी केक्स एंड पाइज अ डे सो माई गुड पैंडमिक दैट फर्स्ट सिक्स मंथ्स वॉज एक्चुअली वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग यू नो आई डेट गेट टू कुक अ लॉट and then after that i was reached out we reached out to uh, mr kolna vadikya tripathi who was uh, who started this brand and uh, me and chef suveer reached out to him and said we would love to add more stuff to your menu so if you're willing we can come on board and we can do something and uh, the kind man that he is he got us on board and uh, and then we kept growing uh, we had one store we were actually doing home deliveries that time we had no stores and in the last 7 months we are on our fifth store now and we're delivering almost in six cities all around india amazing story chef i think it is really a a way to turn around and you know move forward from from such a traumatic um you know experience chef so you made a comment about Culinary in India is different from the rest of the world. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? See, I am not saying that the industry is difficult. Uh, see, I'm from India. You know, our population is amazingly, you know, it's it's widely populated. So when when you're in a country where the population is, you know, in billions, what happens is there is so much talent in the country. So much talent. but you don't have so many ventures for them so for example you know if you're going to the us if you're in the united states you know you won't find as many as talented chefs that you would find in india because the population is crazy you know so for example if i have a chef and who's throwing tantrums in this industry the industry will not tolerate it and they'll say you know there are 100 people standing behind you because there's so much talent but what that does is because there's so many people the the, the pay scale goes really down you know so it's a very underpaid uh, industry here uh-huh. but when you go to another country where the population is less they want talent to come and work with them so that's that's the only sad thing in our industry because you know then the talented chefs don't end up staying in the country and then they want to fly off and work in the united states or in europe because they're getting paid in dollars and they 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 they're getting good salaries they're getting the, the pay is justified to their talent but sadly because yeah. uh, in asia the countries are so populated i think that's something um, which is missing but now that i see a lot of young chefs like me have taken over the industry we see a lot of new chefs entering the industry the game's changing you know the way we uh, want to see so i think i think you know we are in a very good shape when it comes to the hospitality industry things are changing and uh, in indians are i i always feel that we are very you know sensitive people very very uh, welcoming people we always uh, love to host people so i think uh, that is something that makes our hospitality industry interesting as well because you know we're not just doing our jobs we're doing something that we do daily in our homes you know uh, making um, meals for our family inviting guests uh, throwing parties doing uh, uh, festivals be it eid be it christmas be it holi be it diwali be it gurupurab uh you know with a very diverse country so you know the, the 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 country itself is so diverse 
that all of us are always taught you know we've grown up in an environment where it's all about love and you know hospitality so i think that's why this this is what makes the indian hospitality so special well said chef so just a quick follow up so i'm based here in the us and you know we we usually get, get our indian food here from a indian restaurant um that's in the area so you know um i just want to get your thoughts in terms of serving indian food the traditional way as one would get if they are in india for instance versus tweaking the dish a little bit to cater and adapt to different taste buds so for instance the western taste buds for those who are in the us so um see i'm not saying anything against any chef because we all mm. have to move according to the market as well but i feel that indian food is looked at very differently in other parts of the country because people still think that indian food is nothing but greasy curries uh, butter chicken or chicken tikka masala and that's how people look at indian food uh, because this is all uh, you know I, i would say the colonized indian food you know this is never our indian food indian food is so much more than your chicken tikka masala and uh, that is something that is uh, you know missing when you travel abroad and um, mm. chefs there uh, create indian food no doubt but they they i think they do it in terms in a way so that it's loved by the local population around as well you know the westernizer the western culture there so i think that's 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 something that needs to be changed and now i see that changing as well because i've heard of of a lot of chefs who are in the us um who are doing such amazing indian food authentic good indian food so they're taking india to the world you know chef suveer saran why he got his michelin star i feel is because he took the indian food that was made in his home in india to the us and people never tried you know things they always thought of indian food as something very different but he he got the light and the herby he got the salads he got the he got the stews he got the appams the breads the flat breads the curries which were so light you know which people think of it as very heavy that we will get heart burns that was in the indian food that we make at home you know because we eat it every day as well we're not making greasy stuff so indian food is a lot more than what we think it is and uh, people are bringing that food to the us i feel yeah that's great chef so as we get to the final set of questions i just want to make sure that i ask this chef Uh, first of all, thank you for gracing the podcast with your presence. But tell us how we can support you. So it's very kind of you to uh, invite me here. You know, it's it's indeed a pleasure, and it's indeed a delight. So thank you for that, Mike. And uh, I would say, you know, we should support each other. We should support the industry, hospitality. Uh, if one of the chef yeah. is doing well, I think everyone will do well. So uh, you know, um, right now, social media is one way to connect. That's how we also connected. So I think we should just promote each other's work. I'm on Instagram. You're on Instagram. I love what you do, and you've been kind enough to love what I do. So I think that's the best way to support each other. Absolutely, let's support each other. Such a great way to end our conversation today. And I would love to meet you at some point, Chef. I hope that I get a chance to visit you in Delhi or in other parts of the world. And yeah, I, I definitely am looking forward to that. 
I hope you come to India soon and I I would love to host you here. Absolutely. And with that, I want to thank Chef Vardan for his time and for sharing his thoughts and stories. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Bye.